In a world where truth is suppressed, information is censored, and alternative ideas are silenced, one group refuses to be muzzled. Despite shadow bans on social media, low downloads, and crickets on Patreon, one group refuses to be a mainstream media puppet. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for the podcasters. All right, everyone. Thanks for joining us and welcome back. We have another great show in store for you today. Brandon Elder and Jesse Angelis are here to talk about their podcast, Cannabis School. Brandon and Jesse, welcome to the show. Hey, Dan. Hey. Thanks for having us. I'm really excited to talk to you guys. I, as we were talking before you jumped on, I love what you're doing. I wish more podcasts would follow your lead. I try to describe your podcast, and I am going to be dating myself here when I say this, but you're kind of like the Siskel and Ebert of cannabis podcasts. But instead of reviewing movies, you guys review cannabis strains, which is such a cool concept. How did you come up with this concept, and why does it work so well? I won't go to the um, the immediate answer to that that'll take a lot longer. But I was in the podcast industry, I was working with a company as their sales and marketing director, and learning about podcasts. I learned that most companies or individuals who know how to produce a podcast don't do very well. It's it's very egocentric. So we wanted to look at it strictly from the consumer. So we wanted to create something that would be for those who are thinking about getting into cannabis or those who have been using cannabis but really don't have any idea of what cannabis does for them. They just say, well, I only know good pot and bad pot. It, it smells skunky. That's weed. That's for me. We we go by the moniker of, of cannabis always because there's a difference. Pot's the stuff that you get from somebody that you don't know what you're getting. Cannabis is something that you get where you're just like, man, it's like buying a Snickers or a Milky Way or whatever your preferred product that you want to buy. That's the way we look at cannabis. When we go into a dispensary, we think of, I'm at a candy store and I want to find the right one that's going to put a smile on my face, going to help me with pain or problems that I'm having. We took a while of being able to come up with a concept. Every single episode is themed specifically and there's nothing done on accident. All of it is carefully curated. We discuss it, we research heavily, and then we use the product. And we both have difference of opinion. That's awesome. Just like you said, and Siskel and Ebert, I remember that, right? Thumbs up and thumbs down. Like, And I love that because we have that same discourse. We, we don't agree on everything. And that's what's awesome. And, and we've been best friends for years. And that's the cool part. We can actually call each other out and say, no, I don't agree with that. That's really cool. I mean, you do so many different strains. Like I just looked on your listers. We just recently have Key Lime Pie, Skywalker, Blue Widow. We talked about earlier, Honey Wines. Brandon, how do you select the strain that you're going to review in that show? Do guests give you suggestions or is this something that you guys come up with? Both, actually. We do get emails and messages from our audience going, hey, I'd like to hear about this strain. Uh, I'd like to hear you guys cover this or this topic. And so we'll get that strain, do research on it, and come up with the episode. Or other ones that we have recently gone through that have just been incredible strains or one that 
hasn't really hit us as well, but we're like, maybe it is a good fit for our audience base. I just have to follow up with you do the research on it. Now, does that happen prior to the episode or sometime are you doing the research during the episode? 99% of the time, it's before the episode. There has been a few moments here or there that Jesse will ask me a question that I don't know. And I'll just pause for a second. I'm like, hey, just a sec. I'm going to go Google that. Or like the other day, we just did one on terpenes. It's not released yet, but I had to step aside and go grab all of my separate bottles of terpenes because I realized this would have been fantastic to start with where we can actually set aside the individual terpenes, smell them, talk about them because we were already discussing it, but we didn't have it out, which I thought was kind of ridiculous since I had them (laughs) 10 feet from me. Well, that's the part about really understanding everything you're reviewing. I mean, Siskel and Ebert couldn't review a movie unless they actually saw it. So it's going to be pretty tricky for you to review a strain unless you've actually tried it. I have a great clip from one of the shows that you did earlier that I want to play. Because I think what's so cool about the way that you do your show is that in addition to just doing the strains, you can weave in other related topics. Let me play this clip because this is just a great clip. And when you have a lot of strains, it's good to mix. Because if you smoke the same strain, you use the same strain consistently, yeah. your body, your endocannabinoid system becomes so accustomed to these cannabinoids, these terpenes, that it takes so much more of the exact same one. Yeah, You introduce a combo or a different strain, not only does your stuff last longer, you get a more complete high, you can craft your high even more than you have already because you can introduce multiple cannabinoids and strains and terpenes into that. I've heard hundreds and hundreds of cannabis podcasts. That's the first time I ever heard that topic. That was so cool. Comes from all the high thoughts. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) We take the cannabis school very, very, very seriously. I mean, once we were able to climb up and ranking quite quickly, and a lot of that's planning on the back end, like what categories are you in? And then being able to make adjustments on that. The first 30 to 60 days is extremely important being able to watch all of it. It's not set it, forget it, and launch it out there. There are so many different things. And one of the things that you do really well is time duration, and that's what we focus on as well. I would rather have a ton of snackable content where you go, just one more episode. Like a bag of Snickers minis, right? I'll eat a whole damn bag in the middle of a movie. Or if I ate four king-size Snickers, I would feel disgusting eating those four king-size. And that's a podcast that's an hour and a half, two hours, three hours. I don't want to listen to you that long because I'm not that high. And so I need to take a step back and say, what do I want? The Netflix model works so well. And I wish that podcasters would take a key from that because it's like, okay, well, time duration, but variety and consistency and making sure that the narrative stays with it. We're so scrutinous on ourselves. We're just like, oh, man, I really shouldn't have said that. Like filler words. That was one of our worst. Those are the worst. It's been a lot of work. (laughs) If you go back to the earlier ones, I say over there, like, I don't know how many times. What the hell am I pointing at? That's probably the looking around going, what is he talking about? Mine's so, yeah, I say it all the time. It's horrible. Try and still remove it, but it still pops in here. Every once in a while. I caught myself saying, holy cow, like every other, every other question I feel, like, why are we saying holy cow so often? People are going to call you out on that eventually. 
we already started talking about some guidance or tips for other podcasters, but I always like to add something for other podcasters that they can take from this show. And especially when I'm talking to professionals that do this on a regular basis. One thing that I think that makes your show so successful is that you can walk the walk, you can talk the talk, you figured out where your strengths are and you don't try to wander off that path. You stay right in your wheelhouse, so to speak. Maybe explain to people why you talked about niching down is so important when it comes to podcasting. Well, just like we talked about earlier, niching down, I think, really gains your audience. It's like having a show about everything is having a show about nothing. Hmm. And really, who wants to listen to a show about nothing? So if you can really find your niche, people want that niche. How many forums are there on how do you fix this tiny little problem in my motor? Tons of them because there's tons of people interested in this specific niche. So if you can niche down, you'll find your audience. They'll come to you and your relationship will be so much better with them because they're there because they really want to be. Brandon's exactly right. Figure out your tribe and then just speak to them. Don't try to go wander off and grab somebody else over there because you think that. We're not finance guys. We don't get into politics on ours. And the reason why is because we both have different views. But at the same time, that's not what our audience wants. They know exactly what they're going to get. If Whatever it says on the tin, it's what they're going to get. We don't want to surprise them. And, and we've been very scrutinous on that on our earliest ones, which are always the ones that are most horrendous, the... So yeah, and the over there's like constantly like, what the, what is wrong with this guy? This guy speaks professionally too. Yeah, that's great. But it <laughs> it's understanding that the podcast is not yours. The podcast is your audience's. So you have to create for them, not for you. It doesn't matter about you. Your ego is non-existent. The way you deliver, we invested heavily into more communication because that is by far the best way to be able to go at it know that you can be able to interact. If you're conversationalist, naturally awesome, but not everybody is. And you need to be a little bit more theatric with how you talk, a little bit more pauses, not so high and mighty, maybe even not know an answer is okay. <laughs> yeah. And so I don't know. Let me look. Let me go find those terpenes I have right here. Hang on a minute. <laughs> yeah. Well, if there's any listener out there that feels like they should be part of this tribe, you can check out a new episode of The Cannabis Show. I think it's every Tuesday. Is that when you drop your shows? Yep, yep. every yep. Tuesday. Check out another episode every Tuesday on all major podcasts. Like Jesse and Brandon, this is fun. I really appreciate you being on the show today. Thanks. Yeah. I appreciate your time, Dad. Yeah, it has been awesome, bro. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. I'm Joyce Gerber, the creator and host of the award-winning podcast, The Canna Mom Show. And we are on a mission to enhance the impact women have on this industry as business professionals, healthcare providers, policy advocates, caregivers, moms, by sharing and preserving their stories of love and kindness, wisdom, and hope. I am so grateful to have found my tribe of Canada podcasters right here on PodConnex and look forward to our work of crushing the stigma around cannabis and caregivers 
and building this new industry together.